Welcome to the Woodridge Community Outreach Podcast. This is a great opportunity to learn about the organizations and individuals that are working to meet the needs of our community. For more information about our church or local outreach efforts, visit woodridge.org. Enjoy the podcast. I have um, Chris Seely with us, and most of you guys know him as Mr. Tiny here. Um, at Woodridge in the church, but he's our children's minister, but he also plays a huge, huge role in um, kind of what we look at as an outreach opportunity, outreach program, and that's our upward program. Um, And so I just invited, uh, I call him Tiny, Chris, uh, today just to kind of talk about upward program, just the background of it, um, how it does impact our community, I think in a positive way, just some of those stories that we don't always see, um, the relationships that are made, all of those things, because it's something that's been going on for around our church for a lot of years, but it's grown grown tremendously. I feel like after, especially kind of paused with COVID or paused a little bit, um, and then just getting back on board and all that it entails. Uh, but we're going to start just for those of you that might not know, um, Tiny, just a little bit about background, because you have a little bit of a different background in how you came to full-time ministry and that, just a little about who you are and your background. Sure, sure. Uh, yeah, my name is Tiny. Just call me Tiny. Uh, and uh, yes, I do have a different background. I uh, grew up uh, actually wanting to be a basketball coach, and but then all the coaches kept moving around so much. So I, said, I don't know if I want to do that. And started going into engineering. Uh, spent 16 years in civil engineering, all the way from the the low end of the totem pole to a minority owner in a company. And uh, then God called me out of that and uh, into children's ministry. Started volunteering on a Sunday morning and I was hooked and loved it. And uh, I've been doing that ever since, different roles. My last church, I was actual business administrator as well. And so uh, I love the children much more. And so that's been a ton of fun for sure. Uh, and then along about that time, it's I got involved in Upward and uh, coaching. Uh, I started coaching my first year 21 years ago. And my son had just been born. He was two months old, and I had my wife go ahead and bring him to the game. I wanted him there at my game for the first time coaching. And uh, it's been a ton of fun. And so I've been here at Woodridge for, this is my sixth upward season, but I've been here a little over five years. And I just really love it. Love the heart of the church and love what, we're, what we've got going on. It's been a lot of fun. Yeah, and those of you that may not know Tiny, I think you can only appreciate the name Tiny, if you know, uh, how tall are you, Tiny? Uh, six foot six. Yes. So we kind of laugh and the kids love it. Um, and it's great. So I feel like you can't appreciate even this, the history of background or coaching and basketball just with your height. I'm sure kind of goes hand in hand. It's natural. Um, but yeah, just talk to us. I know you've got kiddos because we always see your family super involved. Even um, I know your wife works at the high school um, involved in the community and some of that. You can speak to that a little bit, too. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah, and, uh, my wife and I have been married. This will be 23 years in December. Got married in 2000. That way we can always keep up with how many years we've been married. Uh, we have four kids, and uh, all of them have played through Upward. All of them have uh, refereed, kept score, or done something through that. My youngest is 13, uh, Bob, and uh, he's wanting to coach again this year with me, and so it's a ton of fun. But uh, Caleb is a sophomore at uh, Stephen F., and the band, want to be a band director, and Bree is uh, – uh, going to Navarro College in the A&M Commerce, wanting to be a special ed teacher. And so that's going to be a lot of fun watching that and her pursue that. And then Caitlin is a junior at Kingwood High School, very involved in the band and the FFA, and uh, still figuring out what she wants to do between those two. I think she really wants to be a music teacher. Uh, and she's actually going to be working in Upward this year as uh, one of our custodians. 
And then Bob, my 13-year-old, is a freshman at Kingwood High. So he's involved in band and ROTC, and uh, he's actually the manager of the, the uh, freshman basketball team there at the high school. So uh, it's, it's very, very fun watching them grow up, especially with four kids. We always had five, so we had a basketball team. That's uh, what, we, what we wanted, and uh, it's just fun watching them serve as they get older. They love serving in preschool. They love serving in different areas, and and uh, they love doing it. In fact, a couple of them already said they'd love to do devotionals during Upward this year. So watching your kids grow is a lot of fun. It is, and I think we'll talk about it a little bit later as far as just even opportunities. I don't think people think of it as uh, that there are family opportunities to serve in Upward. Um, I know I have three boys, and they've all been through Upward um, at one point in time. Uh, my husband has coached several times. In fact, when Upward first started, and we'll get a little bit to the history um, back when, before I was married and had kids of my own, I coached a team of first and second grade boys. And I remember, I don't think I really fully understood the expression, like literally climbing up walls <laughs> until <laughs> right. it was like rainy days uh-huh. and yeah. they came and they were literally climbing up walls. But what's fun is those first and second grade boys that I coached, um, are all now out of high school, past college. Wow. And so that's what's, it's fun. It's fun when you get to have a, a small little part to play in their lives and then kind of see them as they've gotten older and stuff, but... Well, you have a connection with the this one that started it here at Woodridge, too. Yeah. Uh, through Rod. Uh, mm-hmm. Rod Wolf started it. This is our 23rd season. Which is crazy going, that so. it's been that long. Uh, talk to us a little bit about the background of Upward, just the Upward program as a whole, mm-hmm. um, and then how it got started here at Woodridge. Sure. Uh, yeah, Upward program, uh, it's actually run out of uh, on the East Coast. I think it's uh, North Carolina. But... Uh, it's a great program, and they they started with basketball, then they they have flag football and soccer, and uh, they added volleyball two years ago, and now they're actually starting futsal, which is a, a neat program as well we'll talk about. But uh, uh, it's a great program where the kids can come and play the sport, but mainly it's the number one program, and Brandon Reed has talked to me several times about this, where parents will come and pay money to hear the gospel. They're going to come in. They're going to hear the gospel. They're going to hear devotions at practice, at games. We are able to reach the community not by going door to door, but them coming into the church, into our gym. And that's been a huge uh, thing there. And uh, and, uh, when Rod started many years ago and talking with him, it it was to reach the community. And kids love sports. Parents love watching their kids play sports. And if we can teach them about Jesus along the way, it's even better. Uh, They can learn the sport and, and learn how to play, but... If they're learning what it is to be a Christian, what the gospel is, that's a big deal. That's where we want to go with it. Yeah, and I think Upward is, and maybe there's other programs like it, but what's unique about it is they make it so simple for coaches to share the gospel. Yeah. In that, you know, they offer, you have kind of guides, not just for practice, but your devotional guides and how to, to lay those out for each practice. And then I think what uh, you guys, as a as what we do as a church, is then we bring in those speakers for those halftime kind of devotionals actually are before sure. games. I don't know that we Yeah, we moved it to the before okay, games. that's right. That's when parents are paying the most attention. That's right. Uh, and so it is an opportunity uh, to bring them in. And I think what a lot of folks don't realize too is of why our church is uniquely suited to do it is one, because of gym space, mm-hmm. which is kind of a hot commodity um, in the community. Um, and very few churches have that ability to do that. Right, right. It so... Is. I mean, yeah. if, if your kids want to play basketball, kind of what are their options? That's It's very slim. It's, there are other gyms where you can go and play on teams, but as far as practice space, there's not. And right. that's why our gym is so booked up most of the year. Yeah. 
Um, so we have 23 years. Mm-hmm. So it's, I, mean, I know when we first started, it kind of grew and then we had, you know, some changes and all that kind of stuff. And now we're kind of back. Uh, sure. So talk to us about just numbers. How many people come through? I mean, how many teams do we normally have on an average year? What does sure. that look like? Yeah, uh, we've uh, um, we've steadily climbed up and continuing to grow and grow. We it's only kindergarten through sixth grade, and so you're you're hitting the younger kids. But last year we had 455 players and cheerleaders, and so uh, those that's just the performers that are there on Sundays. Mom and dad come, grandparents come, so easily. We would have 1,500 people come through our gyms on a Saturday. Right. And so it's crazy to see that many people come. Yes, some of them have siblings, but our gym, we set out about 150 chairs for each game, and they're full. Uh, there'll be chairs here and there. In fact, uh, we usually end up having to get out more chairs throughout the day. Uh, this last year, we had fifth and sixth grade. We rented out Creekwood Middle School, and we had games over there from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Here at Woodridge, we started at uh, 9 a.m. and went till I think the last game ended at 9 p.m. And so it was a long day, but it's a ton of fun watching right. the kids play. And so this year we're just shy of 400 already, and uh, it's it's great. Uh, Umble ISD started a league, but you know what? We're still seeing a ton of kids come through, right. and so it's going to be awesome. It's going to be a great well, time. And I think through Upward, uh, just talk to even just some of the, the connections that have been made, um, and I think some of it is just – People don't realize it's even a progress of of getting people comfortable being inside a church mm-hmm. um, right. and kind of looking to see what, what the role of the church is um, as far as helping to meet needs in our community sure. and provide a service. I don't I don't know that the people always kind of get that connection. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it's a, I'm no more as the basketball guy around town than I am the children's pastor of Woodridge. Right. Uh, if I go over to an elementary school, they know me. Oh, you were my coach. I don't. I haven't coached. I coach one team a year at most. But every kid that is here on that Saturday has seen me speak before the game or give a devotion or something. They think I'm the coach. Um, I, what I do as we start the season, I talk to every parent through the practices to make sure they are comfortable in our building, comfortable with the program. They know what upward is. It's not. Uh, we're not training the next NBA stars. We're not. We don't bill it as that. But we want the kids to be comfortable. We want them to know basketball, but we want to know the families and know that they're comfortable here and being inside Woodridge. Uh, so it's been good seeing people out in the community and they know you because of Upward and the connections we have there. Uh, there's also, and when church people come up and say, how can we help on a, sun, on a Saturday for game day? You know, if nothing else, coming and sitting down next to somebody you don't know as they're cheering, watching their kid play, and you're just having a conversation. We love to talk. We can talk about weather. We can talk about a lot of things. But they're they're going to sit there and watch their kid cheer for their kid. And you make that connection. Um, you know, each year I make a, a list of those kids that when they sign up, the parents say they don't attend church anywhere. And it has been awesome to see as the church prays for that list throughout the year. Those kids are now in church, and they're coming. and And we've uh, we've had quite a few that went from not attending anywhere. To they're here every Sunday morning, and they're this is their church, and they they'll even tell you we came through upward. This is how what got us here, um, but it's just we see at least ten to twelve families every year start to come to Woodridge because they were invited to come play basketball, you know, around Orange Ball, changing who families are and and where they spend their Sundays and worshiping God. And I think even just being um, 
you know, as somebody who wasn't a coach, I mean, Rex coached often. I mean, I was a coach the one year. But even when you, it gives you an opening to invite as a, as a church member and not a coach. Yeah. When I, you know, you get to know the other parents, you get to know their kids, you're cheering for them. Sure. And it gives you an opening just to say, hey, I don't know if you've ever thought about coming to a church or attending a church, mm -hmm. but I'd love to meet you here on a Sunday if you want. Oh, yeah. Or you can invite your kiddo to an event. They're comfortable with Woodridge because they've done Upward here. Sure. Um, I think probably some of the Woodridge program is probably, I know we talk about with your elementary fun days, how it's sometimes a problem that you have too many kids, but yeah. people are comfortable. It says right. a lot for moms to, to be comfortable dropping off their kid here. I think mm -hmm. because a lot of them have gone through VBS or Upward or some sort of program sure. inside of our inside of our walls. Um, yeah, we've had some coaches that will uh, say on Sunday morning, I'm coming around to pick you up and taking you to church and they'll sit together in a row in the worship service. And so the coach is making it a big deal to say, hey, let's go to church together. This is what it's about. Yeah. Um, so I know we have basketball. You mentioned volleyball. So basketball mm -hmm. season runs just like what, mid-October? No, well, evaluation start. Evaluations start a week after next. Okay, uh, which is Third crazy. week of September, yes, yeah. <laughs> I get it. Uh, then practices start the third week of October. Games are middle of November, and they run till the end of January. Right. Then uh, we take a week off, and then volleyball starts, upward volleyball. We started that two years ago. We had 100 players last year. And this year I'm already working with some of the high school coaches and talking with them about having – extending upward, not just stopping at eighth grade for volleyball, but continuing on through the high school ages. And what can we do for them? You know, high school teams, they can only take, like the varsity team uh, may only take 10 or 12 players. What do the other girls do that really wanted to play volleyball all this time, really wanted to do things? Here's an outlet. Here's a place for them to play. But it also, we're, allowed, we're able to get to know them better, get to know their families, and build those relationships and continue that on. You know, life is hard as kids. We were kids once, but it was a different world altogether. And so the things kids deal with now are, are, are different. And if we can reach them through sports and be there as continue to mentor them, it's been a huge deal. And we've seen that change several times over. Well, and I think, too, it's even it feels a gap in our community mm -hmm. because, I mean, you see you have a recreational when kiddos are in elementary school, you have options for recreational sports. But then you feel like especially as they get to that fifth and sixth grade, you almost feel like your kiddos, if they want to keep playing, the only option is to go to a, like, almost like a club level. Right, right. And so there's a little bit more price. There's a little bit more, you know, just take time that sure. takes and commitment that takes. And some for some of those kiddos, I had one, mm -hmm. uh, Caleb with soccer, for instance. He, he enjoyed playing it, but he went to fifth and sixth grade. And then it was just he enjoyed playing it. Yeah. But he wasn't ready to make the commitment to do club. But then it was like, well, man, what are our options? Right. Right. Um, and so I think it's like that for all of it. Volleyball is the yeah. same. You know, if your kiddo's not, they have to go club or do that. And again, it, there's pressure there. Sure. Um, there's commitments there. There's just yeah. this expectation. And so well, to have a safe place. And right? financial level, yes. too. It's a lot of money to play those clubs. Mm -hmm. And so to be able to do it in a safe place, one where we're focused on the kiddo as a whole mm -hmm. and not just, you know, winning or whatever. I mean, you want right. them to get better, and that's part of the process because they're playing and they're doing it and they will. Sure. But in a positive spot where again they're getting the devotions and they're getting the time and and the love um and that's i think so much because you're so your volleyball is what third through sixth fourth through eight fourth through eight yeah. okay it's, it's different ages so it was weird when they came out with those ages but the kids have to be old enough to get it over the net so right. I, I get that 
And uh, so we're, we're looking at expanding that through high school now. And so okay. it'll be a lot of fun. That will be fun. Uh, mm-hmm. And that runs, so mid-February through May. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And I think one of the programs that you're kind of looking at um, introducing, you've talked about, but futsal, which, yes. what is futsal? Futsal, to say it lightly, is like an indoor soccer. The ball doesn't bounce as much. The ball's actually pretty heavy almost. And it's uh, so it's indoor soccer where you can play inside and they can play on the basketball court. They don't use cleats or anything. They've got gym shoes. And uh, so that's actually starting up. We're going to have some practice nights uh, here in September, starting this Friday, actually, going till the middle of October. And then because Upward has the gym till mid-May, then it'll start up again in mid-May and go through the summer. And they'll have leagues and, and times. It's just, it's awesome. And that age is, those ages are start from elementary all the way through adults. Right. And uh, it's a great time. That actually came from relationships that we knew through Upward. And Upward as a company is now looking at adding futsal as a league and themselves. But that's not what we were doing. We had the connections and it's more people that are, are playing together. Instead of driving miles, let's play in our community. Let's get to know each other. Right. Let's do it as a church. And uh, they're going to be playing Christian music in the background. I had to approve the music. So well, they've got Toby Mack and Lecrae and all these, you know, the kids are going to see the, hear the great music, hip-hop music. But, you know, when you listen to the words, they're, they're still getting the gospel through that too. Right. And I think I think we'll get just a little bit to a little, about how we as a church can come alongside to really, I think, build on some and be intentional with mm-hmm. our time and these relationships but that's, it's a great example of even something along those lines of when you come in, if you're dropping your kid off or stay, yeah. have some conversations a with conversation. people, just get to know them. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And then, the, you know, trust that God's going to provide some opportunities to invite um, or just get poured into their lives. Sure. Become a neighbor. Right. Um, I think at times we forget how to do that or be intentional with just getting to know the people around us because we're busy. Right. Um, but what are some success stories? So I know you've got some of kiddos um that just that upward has really god has used to kind of do a lot of things in their life sure sure uh, one that comes to mind every time is uh i had a young lady who was very shy and she came and started playing with us in fifth grade and uh fifth and sixth is our oldest division and she came and they throw the ball and she she didn't really want to catch the ball when she did she didn't want to shoot the ball very very shy and basketball is not much for a shy sport for sure but uh, the coach was a great Christian guy and really continued to motivate her each and every practice each and every game Um, and upward uh, the coaches work together to um, help the other team score and so uh, the big thing is just making sure she scored in the season when she did the crowd went wild it was it was great and uh, she had had a good season the next year she came back she was even better she caught the ball. She would even start to dribble. And uh, it was great watching her play. We started volleyball that year, so she started playing, was serving great, getting the ball over the net. And I said, a volleyball game, I sat next to her mom and said, I love watching your daughter. And she's not the same girl she was when I first met her. And she said, um, you don't really understand what you what Upward has done in her life. And you're seeing what's on the court. But let me tell you about what's happening in the classroom. And uh, I knew this girl because I had subbed in some of her classrooms and stuff when I subbed at the schools on Fridays. And uh, watch, they said, you know, watching her transition as a student, the self-esteem that she grew, the just the friendships that they had, 
uh, as that continued on and uh, just the different students. So she came back the next year. She'd aged out of basketball, playing volleyball. She was one of the best players on the court. This was a girl that was super shy just a few years back, became one of the, the better ones. And uh, so it was awesome to see. She ended the season, went into summer. A few weeks later, I see her at church, and I hear my name yelled across the atrium. And uh, just, uh, I like, okay, who is that? I turn, and there she is running to me. This is a girl that was super shy. She would never holler in the atrium. She said, I've got something to tell you. She said, last week we had student camp. I went with another church, but I accepted Christ as Lord. And she said, I want to get baptized, and I want you to do it. And that's that's huge. And what we thought was a basketball league. No, there's there's bigger deals. God is using this huge. And I think it's, yeah, it's basketball, it's sports, but it's people. Right. Yeah, um, and it's it relationships. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. But then it giving kiddos, giving people in general a safe place to learn and to grow and uh, to figure out a little bit about who they are and that it's okay if you're not the best, but you're going right. to get better. Yeah. Um, and people care about you and love you and we're invested in you. Sure. Um, I think that's, that's huge. Uh, I remember my own oldest who's, he'll tell you, he doesn't, he doesn't like to sweat. He doesn't like athletics. And I remember he played upward and he mm -hmm. played upward, I think maybe longer than any of my others. Oh yeah. Um, maybe because he was our oldest. So we were excited to have him play <laughs> right, upward, right. you know, but I remember his, maybe his first or second grade year and he would get the ball and he would like hot potato, <laughs> get rid mm -hmm. of the ball. And I was like, Mike, what, what do you, what? What are we doing? He's like, if you have the ball, people come to you. It's like, maybe we have the wrong sport. But right. at the same time, he enjoyed it and he had fun. Sure. Yeah. So even though it wasn't that sport, maybe wasn't his thing or athletics wasn't his thing. Mm -hmm. It was something that he never, he didn't mind coming. Right. I think he had fun doing it. He didn't, yeah. I don't think he felt the pressure right. um, to, you know, be whatever kind of a player. Yeah. And so it was just fun. Mm -hmm. um, and yeah. that's, it's fun for parents to be able to, to see that. Um, sure. We had a, a player one year. He was on my team, and he hadn't scored all season long. And I uh, talked to the other coach beforehand, a great guy, and I said, hey, I've got this player. He's number one on my team, and he has not scored all year. We need to make sure he scores today. He said, absolutely, we're getting it done. Well, we went through. We kept trying to make sure he scored. Last game of the year, you got to get him to score. We went through most of the game. Three quarters have gone by. We started the fourth quarter, and the coach on the other team yelled over to me and said, Hey, coach, y'all run play one. And I knew exactly what he meant. He wanted that kid to score. He talked to his team, and what had happened the next time down was something you really only see in upward. As the ball, our, one of our players shot it, and the ball came down, his team would accidentally bat it to number one. Number one took a shot. He missed. All of a sudden, their team was fighting for the rebound, and in fighting, it ended up in number one's hands again. Lucky him. He shot it again. After the third time, it went in. The crowd went wild on both teams. He made it. He was skipping down the floor. Everybody was hollering. You would have thought we won the championship. We didn't. We weren't that great, but he scored, and that was a big deal. Uh, he scored later in that game, too, and it was it, it was great watching him play. And, and uh his parents, and he still relive that moment from time to time each year. It's been amazing. Yeah, I think and this is where I think we can have the conversation of the role of the church. Mm -hmm. um, how do we support Upward in the program? Um, because there's lots and lots of ways to do it. Um, sure. So, I mean, one I think we've kind of talked a little bit about is just if you are a parent, mm -hmm. um, being intentional with, you know, getting to know the people 
or right. you know that are on your kiddos teams and their kids and mm-hmm. in that, that kind of thing using that time um but just game day even just what do you what are the volunteers what do you need because it's not just coaches right oh no 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 yeah coaches are uh this year we'll end up with 56 teams and there are very few of those coaches that are actual woodridge people uh where really a benefit a lot from having woodridge people here is in the stands just like you were talking about talking to the neighbor there are a lot of people it'll be their first time to ever come in this church Let's put it frankly, it may be the first time to ever be in a church other than a wedding or a funeral. And uh, so just getting to know them, talking with them and inviting them. Um, and it's just you watch those build up. Uh, you know, there are games where we need somebody to keep score. It's ball goes in the hoop. That's two points. OK, let's write it down. Those kind of things. We can get technical on those things. But really, it's just being friendly to those around you. Uh, I'll have a, a game day manager because it's hard for me to be in two places at once. Mm-hmm. And their whole job is to be an adult there to be friendly. And uh, it's just because as people come in, they've they've got the whole world on their shoulders. They want to see a friendly face. Right. And they want to sit and talk with somebody for a minute while they're cheering on their kids. They want to see somebody they've never even met cheering on their kid, too. And uh, that's where the church can really step in. And the week before Upward Begins... Uh, this year will be on November 5th. Uh, we will have the jerseys in the worship center. And we pray over the jerseys. Last year we had 450 boxes across the front of the stage praying for me. And I handed out a card of here are things to pray for, for Upward. And on the back of that card had a list of names. As the parents registered, they said we don't have to go to any church at all. It's been amazing watching those names, just checking them off one by one when you see them here on Sunday morning and seeing them as a part of Woodridge going forward. And it's a... It's been a lot of fun just, but that I couldn't do all that myself. I couldn't do that with the few coaches we have. It's the people that are here. And uh, just, if you have a Saturday morning, Saturday afternoon available, come on up, sit with us, sit with the family and get to know them. If you have grandkids playing, don't just say that's the parents' job. Uh, You come too. And that way you get to cheer on your kids as well as support the coaches. You know, like I said, there are adult coaches that don't attend here. They need the love of Jesus, too. They need a hand on their shoulder that they may have lost the game, but who cares? Great job, Coach. Right. And I continue to motivate everybody. That's a part of it. That's what we're here for. Um, do you still need folks? I know you need, like you said, keep uh, score. Um, mm-hmm. Do you still have volunteer referees for some of your younger games? We do, yes. Uh, I use uh, one paid wow. staff and one uh, referee, volunteer referee for every game from first grade and up. And, yes, I need, I need those. If you can blow a whistle... And if you know a little bit about basketball, we can teach you a lot of the rest. And uh, we've got some that come back every year, but we always need more. And uh, and, and so uh, we need that. Uh, we need, you know, on uh, practice nights, we practice Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday from 5 p.m. till 9 p.m. Uh, last year I had an adult that would come, and uh, one of them in particular come on Monday night, Mr. Dwight. He would come with his lunchbox, and he would show up, and he said, I'm going to work, Tiny. And he'd go in and, and 25 minutes after the hour, 5.25, 6.25, 7.25, 8.25, he gave a five or 10 minute devotion to the kids. And uh, he did that one night. Roy Mace did it a night. Bill Raymond did it a night. I felt bad for the group on Friday. They had to listen to me. But you know, at the end of the year, we did a survey. Uh, Upward, the company did a survey. We didn't uh, see the results till after Upward did. But the biggest compliment that we had were the parents saying, we're so glad you had a devotion at practice and we were able to listen to it. We were able to be a part of that. 
And so, yes, all the coaches may not be a part of Woodridge, but we've got somebody leading the devotions each time. And uh, the gym is suddenly quiet when they're leading. The parents are talking about it. We've seen parents ask questions after the devotion just because of what they heard. Uh, it's not a group just for the kids. It's for the whole family. It's been fun. Well, and even what's fun, too, is last year you had some kiddos that did devotions. We did, yes. So, I mean, that's, there's even opportunities. Like I said, you don't have to be an adult. There's, yeah, there's no. opportunities to grow and serve. Um, and that was that's kind of a fun was mm-hmm. a fun experience. Yeah, having a fifth grader get in front of 200 people and give a devotion. And we, did, we had several of those. We had some fourth graders up there. Uh, through our leaders and training program and just it was awesome to watch them get up there and lead it we had some amazing adults but i think the kids kind of challenged the adults and say hey they can do it we can too and so it's been good yeah so i mean those there's all kinds of opportunities i think but the biggest is is just somebody willing to to be intentional with getting to know their neighbors yeah Um, and that's the beauty of it you come in and i mean we would come in and there would always be somebody you yeah. know, not even on your team. Sure. Um, sure. It, I mean, I worked, when I worked at Riverwood, I remember, um, you know, we had one of the fellow teachers, his nephew was on our team, didn't mm. even know. Yeah. Um, and so it was, hey, you get to have opportunities. Yeah, you, oh, you're, you know, you're so-and-so. Oh, yeah, yeah, this is our church. This is where we go. Or Right, right. Um, and it's just fun. It's fun to see the, the people and have those conversations. And you have a, it gives you something to break the ice to talk about. Sure. Um, and if you invite them on Sunday and they don't come, you invite them the next week, you've got eight chances to invite right. them. And so, you know, there's going to be one of those where, you know, I'll be here Sunday. Right. And then we end the the season with uh, this year we're having a great celebration first week in February where we're bringing in a uh, children's minister from another place and do a big chemistry show. So we'll pack out the audience, but with that, a gospel presentation as well. Anytime we get a chance to tell them about Jesus, we're going to do that. And it's going to be a ton of fun. Right. Anything else that you'd like folks to know about Upward or how they can help? No, um, I think we've covered it. It's, it's an incredible program. It's much bigger than I thought it would be. Uh, it's much bigger watching what God does through each of the people and, and watching uh, people step up and just volunteer for different things. Uh, having people come up and say, if you don't have somebody to do a devotion, it's three to five minutes already written out or they can come up with their own. Say, if you don't have somebody, let me do it. And uh, even my daughter, she's a junior, Caitlin, said, Dad, I need to do devotions this year. That's what God wants me to do. I'm like, whoa, that's cool. Yeah. Uh, they've, they've seen it for many years, but watching the kids step up mm-hmm. and say, this is where I need to do and what I need to do. Yeah. And so it's, it's been fun from that standpoint. But, yes, if uh, anyone who has available time, just come up and visit. Come up and, and step in and there may be some things that I need keeping score from here and there or just doing devotions. There's going to be a, a link sent out for a sign-up genius where they can sign up and do devotions throughout the summer, mm-hmm. throughout the season, uh, both here and, and this year at Riverwood uh, instead of Creekwood last year. Uh, so all kinds of people coming from the community, we want to reach out to them. And, right. But just like you said, being friendly. And the devotions are, you can send, that's something you can do on your own or you, you can provide a devotion yeah. for it. three them. to five minutes. I've already got them written. Yeah. And they can read it and... Uh, in fact, uh, I love our staff here. Um, Hugh Poland takes one full day, and he does every devotion for that day. That's where our staff is bought in. Mark uh, Barnhill's the same way. Rhett's up here. Uh, Landon will be up here this year because they see the value in right. it. And uh, so our church family getting behind it is a huge deal. Yeah. Well, and last thing, do you ever need sponsorships? Do you ever need, is that ever, or, or is that kind of covered budget-wise, you're good? 
Um, Upward is uh, it's kind of self-sufficient. The money we charge the fees covers that. But we do have to pay for renting the gyms. Uh, when we rent out Re- Creekwood and, and Riverwood, it's $13,000 for the season. That gets expensive. But, uh, you know, there are things like that. There's also uh, one thing that we're doing through concessions this year mm-hmm. is we're going to have team packs where uh, parents, instead of going and buying all the stuff at the store to give the snacks after the game, uh, we're putting together packs where – uh, they can just pay a fee, and, and we provide it for them. But the money from that, the proceeds, go to your foster and adopt ministry. Right. So it's, it's going to be awesome there uh, where another ministry is benefiting from it. We're also benefiting the family. They didn't have to go get the snacks right. and stuff. Uh, we all know a trip to H-E-B is not 25 bucks worth. It's no. 100 or 200 you have too many good things that you just Ex- need to grab. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. I'm not allowed to go anymore. Uh, my wife does that. So it's... Uh, but there's just always stuff like that. And so uh, if anyone feels the, the ability or has the ability to do that, certainly. We always need new basketballs, things like that. Where, because we want to do things with excellence. Right. We want good quality. And um, it's been fun. Well, and that, I know if I ever have, you know, a kiddo in the community that I know has a need mm-hmm. that their family wants to do upward, I know I just have to say, hey, Tiny. Yeah, um, absolutely. Yeah, we got it. Um, and so it's it's a great ministry. Um, I'm super proud of it and it's it's something that i think does a lot more than people realize sure so i appreciate your time yeah um and all the information very good thank you thanks for listening to our podcast for more information about woodridge or our local outreach efforts please visit our website at woodridge.org thanks for listening